Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. The cool. typing might come through. I got a new keyboard, and it's like nice and loud. It's really clacky, huh? Yeah. I, it was like, it was, I was like, you know, when it comes to keyboards, it's the same exact thing. And I did go a little bit crazy. Yeah. The keyboard's like $300 now. Rob. It is, literally, it's not like high end. You're, high end. That is. Dude, yeah. li- look at what I'm using, okay? <laughs> Amazon Basics $10 keyboard, bro. Fully Wired from glorious GMMK Pro with glorious <laughs> hand lube, glorious panda switches. Good God, those keys look like old style typewriter keys, rather huge. I mean, they're look they're, at that. They're this thing is a brick, dude. It's so heavy. Oh, it my took God. so long to make. It took me nine hours to make this keyboard to put it all together because I had to take each individual key apart, lube lube it in three spots with the perfect amount of lube. And then you had to reassemble the whole thing, and then you have to test each switch, and you have to put it back uh, in. And I have different switches. And you paid three hundred dollars for this experience? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that should have been done. <laughs> it's all, it's it's, I don't know, it's fun. It's it should fun. it should have been it should have showed up at your doorstep, <laughs> lubed and ready to go, buddy. I can't uh, believe that. What is that like a gaming type of? It's 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 one it's a hobbyist level, so it's like. No, people have, like, project cars. I have a project keyboard. Whew. Well, I, I thought you were going to tell me you 3D printed the whole thing. Cause you... <laughs> I, I 3D printed the keycaps. Oh, and look at that. Key, a couple of the keycaps. Like, I have fun keycaps. Like, this is okay. the 3D Benchy. That's what, like, the test print is. I made it into a keycap. Is that a is that a tugboat? Yes, it is. Nice. So, like, that's the, the, the Benchy. And then I made a Mjolnir keycap. This is one attached to an actual key. Oh, okay. Like, this is a dead key, so it, it's broken somehow. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I went a bit too crazy. That's crazy, bro. The uh, listen, the mouse. Let me see if I can pull it up here. It's a wired mouse. Okay. It is. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what brand it is. To be honest, but you probably recognize that symbol. Um, I, I no, I don't know what that is. So that's a it's some kind of gaming mouse, but it's old. Yeah, I it's use like a outdated. And this is uh, so my laser mouse went out. My ten dollar laser mouse went <laughs> out a couple years ago. Uh, Colton and Christian are always upgrading their PC stuff, kind of like you do. Mm-hmm. And well, especially Christian. And uh, he was like, "I got uh, these extra mouses, you know, that are like." these previous gaming ones, because he's always upgrading to a newer, you know, a better one. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, hell yeah, I'll use it. I, dude, I'm using scraps. I'm using hand-me-ups. Okay, you know, <laughs> I'm the dad. Like, uh, you know, we're, we're getting hand-me-ups yeah. here for uh, running this channel. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, the I only have, thing I'm... <clears throat> I have, like, five computers now that I think about it. Holy crap, bro. <laughs> I got a laptop, uh, and then I've got... Uh, you know, my PC setup. And I bought my PC and I bought uh, the webcam that I'm using. Well, I have my laptop that I have to have for 3D printing and laser mm. cutting. 
And so that's like an that's like the one that's like I have to have that. Then I have gotcha. my school laptop and then the gaming PC. And then my uncle, he runs a print shop up in Maryland, and he had like an old Mac that I, I converted to uh, Linux. Oh. And he gave that to me, and I just I use that um, for like watching YouTube videos in 4K because I don't have any 4K monitors except for that one. Oh, okay. And, and then you I have didn't a, ra- wanna... a Raspberry Pi. So that now what is that? It's like it's a really cheap small computer. That's really small. It's like yay big. And like a Blackberry or something. It's it's used for like hobby type things. I you can all, I emulated a Nintendo sixty four on it, and I played oh, Nintendo sixty four games on my with an Xbox controller. Oh and, wow! Yeah. Okay. Pretty fun. That's pretty crazy, dude. Well, you're all into that stuff, man. That's uh, yeah, that's above my pay grade for sure of knowledge. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. You just download a couple things and. Uh, you gotta like it runs off an SD or, or a micro SD card. Okay, the whole thing. So that's crazy. You can you like flash the operating system onto it, and there's a dedicated like gaming specific one. Oh, and nice. I, I have an Ubuntu one, so I can just pop out the operating system. Yeah. So if I want to like actually do work on it, I can use it. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Trifecta Airsoft Podcast. I'm Erock, your host, and today my guest is Mr. Cactus Jones. So you've been, uh, you welcome to the podcast, first of all. Thank you. Uh, and we have, you and I have done a podcast, one other podcast in the past, that took a, a couple of tries because I kept screwing up the, the, the settings and the audio, which you helped me with uh, on yeah. Streamlabs, which worked out great. So, um, so welcome back to your second venture hey, on here. Uh, I was a lot more uh, proficient, wasn't I, with you the were, setup? Absolutely. I didn't Are you pro- thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I remembered what you taught me. So I thought what we would do is, uh, you know, one of the things that we've done the last, or I started doing recently, was a, a gun show on here, on these podcasts. So you guys, I don't know if you saw the most recent one with um, Gunfather Milsim. So we did uh, one with him. And then I just actually recorded one a couple nights ago with uh, Keeper, um, okay. you know, NEPA, uh, NEPA Airsoft. And uh, and that went really well. Dude, I told him, he sent me a, he, he actually made a web page, a real basic one off of his website. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, just added a page onto it. Mm-hmm. Just the, he sent me the link to. And with all the pictures and listings of his guns. I mean, I said, bro, we're going to have to do like five episodes to cover these. Like, yeah. I'm not kidding. I think we went, we talked for two hours. Now the, 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 uh, the podcast will end up being probably an hour and a half or something. And in an hour and a half, I think we only went over about six or seven guns. Oh my goodness. And he's got in the, uh, it, it, you know, the tens, you know, like yeah. there's probably 30 guns, 40 guns. Yeah. I don't um, have that problem. I would love to have that problem. <laughs> no, yours is going to be simple. But uh, the other thing I want to do uh, with yours is, be, you know, because you're you're still young. A uh, little background on you: you're you're still in high school, right? You're a senior. Yes. Uh, you're in South Carolina. You uh, you started playing just uh, what a couple years ago? Yeah, two years ago, I think it was. Yep. So and you know you started out basic 
mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Real basic uh, gear. Yep. Now, how did you? Um, how did you? We might have went over this on our, the first time we did a podcast. How did you actually get into airsoft? Yeah, Is it so a friend of yours? It's. It's. I feel like so many people. It all started with that YouTube recommendation of novels. Oh, that's right. That's and right. It's, it's I, so many people have gotten into put that the seeing Novich's videos and just yep. looking into airsoft sniping and thinking, what is this airsoft thing? You know, like, and then seeing all that, and then Novich released the SSP one. I was like, that looks kind of cool. I've always wanted a pistol. I always liked you know 1911s and 2011s, and so I ended up buying his over any others, and that's how I started off. And then I went up to SS Airsoft in Atlanta, and I played, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That um, was your first, very my, first game? My, well, yeah, that was my first game that wasn't just like three dudes running around with springers in the backyard. Well, that's, that's what I want to get to. How did oh, okay. you, yeah, the very first time you ever played. Okay, let's yeah. see. That was me and my neighbor shooting each other in the backyard with like no safety equipment. His dad was like, it can't hurt that bad. Yeah, and like you, you shoot your shoot the pistol, like miss, and then it shoots it, hits him dead in the back, and he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> now these were Springers. Yes, these were Springers. Uh, okay, I, think I got my for, uh, one from like Walmart and one from Academy, and I don't remember. I think I just saw one at Academy and was like, you can shoot each other with plastic BBs. That sounds awesome. Yeah, but like right. he, I didn't really know there was anything to do with airsoft, like how it really is played. Like I didn't know people like came together. And like played it, like I thought it was just like Nerf or just you and your friends in the backyard, right? And then uh, Novich, and I was like, and I saw all the cool You're stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, this is airsoft. This okay. is airsoft. Yeah, this isn't just you know tag like mm-hmm. playing hide and seek or something in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but when you started, how did you get uh, your first gun? Like, did you did your well, friend first... have a Springer or did you just buy one? Uh, I bought one, and me and like my dad would go out in the backyard and we it, it shoots terribly and we try to see if we could actually hit the can it was like yeah. you know, 20 feet away and we take turns <laughs> and it, it, that was a lot of fun and but me and my neighbor we had, and the springer of course broke after like you know a while maybe a couple months or whatever but that's not bad i mean yeah. you know for a ten dollar springer yeah absolutely now and, did you uh let me ask you this so you start out with uh the springer yeah. Some probably cheap ass like yeah, probably I was gonna say point one twos yeah they're uh, yeah they come with the springers or those little yellow crappy ones that you're yeah. and you my know. my mom's friend his or her son um was went off into like the military and he had a paintball mask and that's what I used then and but he used to play paintball but I tried paintball once with my church actually okay and I didn't. I didn't, it wasn't cool like airsoft. That that's my. Ah, okay. It wasn't. I. It was so. It didn't have the 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 vibe, the interest that I got into airsoft. That military and that you know speed QB uh, vibe. It didn't have either the or it had speed QB vibe, but it wasn't. Right. It also hurt like crap. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those things thump thump yeah. pretty hard. <laughs> and the rental guns weren't that good, and I don't know. Yeah. It just wasn't. It's not for me. Yeah. So yeah, I. uh you know, we were, we get all this, we get, and the reason I'm asking you, we get this question all the time on our discord, you know, somebody starting out. <clears throat> so, uh, and then, you know, what can I, how can I start out with, you know, like the cheapest way just to go play or whatever. And a lot of these guys that ask this are young, you know, kind of like you were when you started. 
And I feel like they get blasted from people on our Discord channel or a server that have been playing Airsoft for, you know, 5, 10, 15 years that, you know, are geared up, have built up some gear over the years. Yeah. Uh, and, ha- you know, had the ability to. And, um, and so let me ask you this. Did you have fun the first couple times you played? Absolutely. With a Springer? Yes, in yeah. the backyard. Exactly, because you didn't know any better. Correct. Yeah. I mean, now, if you went on, you know, to an actual field with the Springer and there the would, point .12s. There, there would be no fun. Yeah. And it was, you know, you against or, you know, with your team, and you're the only one with the Springer, and you don't know what yeah. to do. You're not like out there with a springer on purpose to try to just sneak up on people and get, you know, silent kills, but you're, you know, really trying to play. You would have a terrible time. I understand there's a difference there, but for some of these guys that are on our channel, you know, our, you know, discord server, they're asking like, Hey, I've never played before. How, you know, what can I do? Can I, uh, what can you guys recommend for a hundred bucks or 110 bucks? And everyone just blasts them, like, save up your money till you have, like, and they, they'll list equipment that's, like, $400. I'm like, dude, that, there's no way that's how everyone started, you know, that's Absolutely. telling them. that There's no way. You know, they started cheap, uh, real easy and quick. And uh, so, anyway, I just wanted to clarify because you can have fun, you know, just starting out with, you know, going a really, really basic cheap route. You know, protect your eyes, obviously, uh, especially if you're going to a real field where <laughs> they're shooting, uh, you know, 300 FPS or 400 FPS. Uh, you will leave there blind going to the hospital if, uh, if you get yeah. popped in the eye, you know, without eye protection. But those little springers, I mean, if you're 30 feet away, it it might just bounce off your eyelid. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know? I mean, it about to bounce off my glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was probably dumb, even though. Eh. I mean, that's how, you know, I I grew up that way. We we used to shoot uh, pellet guns, you know, 177 steel BBs at each other. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, that's that's how we, that was the original airsoft, you know. Like, we went in the woods, and we're like, hey, let's shoot each other. Okay, let's play war, you know. We're, like, 12 years old. Okay. And uh, we had a, I had a Daisy One pump. Matter of fact, I still got it. This is my original very first BB gun that I ever got wow. when I was 12 years old. It still works. Uh, a Daisy, I can't remember the model, but it's a, a BB gun that is uh, just pump it like this. And then you know, it fills up with air. There's no BBs in here. You have to fill the thing or whatever. And then pow. And it's, you know, it's an air rifle, mm-hmm. but yeah, starting out with those, we used to shoot each other with those. I don't recommend that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really dumb. I can't believe, you know, none of us ever got a tooth chipped or an eyeball hurt, you know, like, whew, that's good. But, yeah, you started out real basic, real real uh, cheap, you know, in your backyard. You still had fun. And then, boom, you saw Novrich. Yep. And you're like, okay, and this now was this is what you got to do. Novrich took month like U.S. dollars. And yeah. I, it had I had to convert my money to euros. Oh, you can only, right. You only had to buy it through yeah. his site. Yeah. yeah, and then I had to buy it, and it took forever because my age verification 
was mm. like something wrong with it or whatever because I had my dad had to buy it for me. Yep. Um, and then that, I, and then I got, finally got it, and uh, that was it was before I short stroked it, so it kicks like crazy because the slide <laughs> is so heavy. Yeah. Like I'd once disassembled it, and the blowback housing is like made of pot metal. It's just so heavy. <laughs> It's comically heavy compared to yeah. my friends when they take apart their high kappas. It's That's just funny. Like, yeah, that I mean, obviously short stroking it definitely helped it. But um, now yeah. this this was your very first real gun. Yes. Uh, yes. Or you know legit kind of airsoft gun besides the Springer. Yes, it was. Okay. And Is that you? You have it there with you? Yes, I do. Oh, I, I saw you keep looking down there. I thought maybe you had it. Yep, I do. So here is my SSP mm. one. I have that um, is awesome, dude. Yeah, I I mean I like it. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it today because there's I think there's better options sure. today. Um, but most importantly, this slide is way too heavy for <laughs> playing indoor. It's fun to shoot because it's so yeah. heavy, but right. it's it's so heavy. Yeah. It's almost just like a hey, this is a, hey, check this out, bro. Feel this thing; it feels yeah. real, you know. Uh, but to carry it around and run around with it and yeah. try to maneuver, you know, yeah. I I honestly I prefer the non blowback, super light, all polymer pistols uh, compared to you know, as far as airsoft goes. If we're just plinking yeah. around, yeah. Like my SSX here. Yep. I think that this is the better option. Agreed. For- because non-blowback, obviously yep. having that mount there, and then obviously the quietness. Yeah. And the fact that I can shoot three sixes out of this and shoot people really far away. Yeah, it's like a sniper, yet, bro. Yeah, still be under the under the, the zero med, minimum yep. engagement distance, and still be able to shoot people up close. I think this is the way to go. For real. And then the other option is, of course, like a full auto AAP-01. Yeah. And just spray and pray, which is the fun option, but I I like the stealthy option. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, for real. Yeah, those are those are fun. I mean, you know, stealth. Uh, you know, you, well, if you start out wa- uh, watching Novridge, of course, you know the the sniper videos where, you know, they're 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 sniping like far away. They can't. You know, these people are getting hit. They don't know where it's coming yeah. from. You know, that's always attractive. Yeah, that's always. It always looks so satisfying to shoot mm-hmm. someone and them just have no idea where it came from. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's difficult to get into those spots. Like, you you know, a lot of people don't realize, like Silo, um, Swamp Sniper, Novrich, these guys that have, you know, they put 
a lot of hours into gameplay. I mean, Novich, he was a sniper in the military. Right. So, I mean, he he has that background to kind of yep. know. Exactly. But, you know, and you have to go to the field. Like, you're not going to get yeah. the gameplay videos that these guys get uh, or the same quality and the same shots and, you know, that many kills in one game or whatever the first time you go to a field that you're not, you know, familiar with. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You have a lot of variables. Like, when you're a sniper, if you're going to try to do that role, uh, you know, you've got to be hidden. You've got, or unless you're mixed in with your, your teammates, you know, you kind of reach out a little farther than them. But it's uh, to get those ones, like you see the videos, and it takes a lot, a, a lot of gameplay it to does. get that kind of, you know. And a lot of those guys, you know, they'll merge a lot of those things into uh, into one video, yeah. you know, a couple different games or whatever. Yes. But it does take a lot of practice for sure. But uh, you can still have fun with running around with a pistol, uh, you know, in certain certain in the, fields. In the right environment, like with, you, right. with your friends. you got to be in the yeah. right environment. Like, you don't want to bring a sniper rifle to a CQB field. <laughs> Dang it! Why you got to crush my dreams, okay? I mean, Remember well, I... <laughs> okay, Joseph at Novrich, he did that, and he had plenty of fun with it. But I don't know, he he's built different so uh, yeah i mean way more experience there yeah uh you remember i brought that a uh, snow wolf to uh uh airsoft columbia yes i mean that was just for show you yeah. know because we were talking about it actually no we were i think we were trading with yeah, somebody you were, you were yeah yeah that's right we were trading with uh, one of the guys there uh god i can't remember what we got from him either um i think it was a a pistol that we hadn't had or something, something that we hadn't had yet. And we wanted to do a review on it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I brought that as <laughs> things like yeah. eight feet long, you know, like, what are you doing with that in a CQB field? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That is funny. So you started out, uh, pretty young. You've been in a couple of years. You've, uh, you know, you, you still have just a really short selection of guns, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, because you got some reliable ones. Yes, I have. Don't yeah. I've never cleaned my AR. What? Yeah, You're I, I mean, I've never even disassembled the gearbox of that thing. Good. You shouldn't have to. Yeah, you know? I agree. It should be reliable. I mean, obviously, I've cleaned the the barrel and stuff, but yeah, I've never like you know you shouldn't have to disassemble no. it the second you get it. Nope. You should not mess with this thing at all i remember in fact the last um, uh the podcast i just released the video i just released with the gunfather uh milsim he was talking about he's like yeah i'm one of those guys you know as soon as i get it i think i gotta tinker with it and do you know he just likes to do that and jp on our channel loves to do that as well uh the problem is if you don't now rob from uh gunfather milsim he he knows how to fix his stuff like he'll fix his own stuff he don't mess it up JP was still learning, so he would take it apart and it would break and couldn't get yeah. it back together or whatever. You know, he couldn't get the right, uh, you know, the right combination of things for it. And uh, and it would just, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to finish a video or he couldn't use it, you know, with the upgraded parts. Now, once he got, you know, more experience, he was able to. But man, I told uh, Gunfather Milson, I was like, dude, haven't you ever heard of the, the saying, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? 
-hmm. Like, let it run. <laughs> It'll be yeah. fine, you know? But that's really cool. Now, what uh, brand of – is it's an M4? Yeah, it's the one that I won in the uh, giveaway at your channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it is the Colt that I have upgraded the barrel of to make it ridiculously long for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the Colt with the long barrel. So, yeah. yeah, I have, I deleted, or I did a bolt delete. Um, I don't think there's any reason for a charging handle. Nope. Other than the fact that it looks cool. Right. And then um, the bolt's gone. And then I shaved down the, the, uh, brass ejector i think that yeah that's what it's called yeah and then i i 3d printed the this and then i bought the cheapest side i could on amazon at the time yeah it'll probably be garbage and it works pretty well like i'm surprised nice. and then i 3d printed this and then i have a ridiculously long inner barrel just because <laughs> it's maple leaf and then i have this which is also 3d printed i like 3d printing yeah <laughs> obviously oh so, yeah we uh, talked about that uh the first yeah. time we were yep and then, uh, yeah, I um, I think that 3D printing was the next thing that, or the thing that could advance airsoft so much, and has with um the the SLS printing of the tapped airsoft mags. Right. And I think that that's the the route that airsoft is going to go, is yeah. into like more SLS printed guns out of nylon. Yep. And so yeah, I'm, it's durable. It's still yeah. light. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, uh, I think um, Van Alex on our channel, you know, one of the guys on our channel, that, uh, he has his own YouTube channel, and uh, he does a lot of 3D printing and was, you know, fitting a lot of parts in the into his airsoft, you know, he was doing an upgrade, but um, yeah, I mean, you and him, for sure, I think that's actually when uh, I started, we have a separate section in our uh, Discord server for, you know, 3D printing. Because I was asking you, hey, um, you know, yeah, what about, about... Uh, the suppressors, I think? I think so. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I mean, I think this suppressor is, it's slightly shorter than the Novich one, and it's just as good. Yeah. But of course, I had to buy my own laser cutter to, to make it. So that's kind of cost prohibitive. <laughs> well, you needed one anyway. So I did, yes. Yeah, see. You just had it. You just needed a reason to justify it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. See, that's how that's how we do. You know, we, <laughs> we gotta we gotta think about these things, and then, like, oh, you know what, Dad, I really need this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I really need a fifteen thousand dollar SLS print. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I have an SLA printer and a um, which is like the liquid that like the part emerges from, and I have the FDM which is like the filament roll. Mm. But I don't think I'll ever be able to afford an SLS printer. I mean, they're just yeah. it's just too cost prohibitive, and also the, all that powder and having to mix the powder when it's done and all the you have to pump uh, in inert gas. Into oh the wow! Oh, okay. see, I don't know. Okay, yeah, it's it's this is the highest end of 3D printing. That, gotcha. I mean, that's what I think. I need in order to go like actually build a. F if I was to go the highest possible performance, um, that's what I'd probably have to go with. And I, I yeah. just, I just realistically well, that will never happen. Um, right. Because, I mean, it's just unless someone makes a larger build volume SLS printer, it's just not feasible um, for the yeah. price. I'm sure they'll you know with new technology over the next few years it'll. Absolutely. It'll, it'll come down. You know, that's, um, 
because uh, I was, uh, you know, speaking of 3D printing and, and you know, larger machines and stuff, they're uh, 3D printing. Uh, there's a concrete machine. Yeah, 3D I saw that. 3D prints the houses they're doing yeah. in layers. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. I mean, that would be, it's a lot of concrete. And talk about, you know, a tornado-proof house. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, on Veritasium, that YouTube channel, they're talking about 3D printing rockets. Nice. And that that's that's awesome. Yeah. And I and I really think that's that's where the technology is going to lead us to. For sure. Yeah. That's uh. There was a uh, documentary I saw. Uh, gosh, I think it was either Taiwan or Singapore or something like that. One of these uh, countries. Um, that we're kind of like the leading edge in uh, that kind of, you know, like 3D printing and, and just using uh, technology to benefit the environment and, you know, their local environment to help, you know, and they had, uh, they were 3D printing uh, waffle, basically like waffles or wafers of um, high vitamin uh, food. So they were wafers. Mm -hmm. That would look kind of like gel, but you know they would uh, kind of harden up, and uh, and they were that's what they were feeding their elderly, like in these homes or whatever, uh, in these facilities, and it was basically their their daily vitamins, all in this in their food, mm -hmm. so super healthy, uh, really enjoyable to eat because you know from what they're showing, like they make all these different designs and colors, and you know it's colorful and it so it looks attractive. Uh, it's not like, oh, I got to eat this healthy crap, yeah. you know, and, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, yeah, 3d printing is definitely something to be into, uh, especially at your age, you know, getting started. Yeah. I had my first printer in like eighth grade or something. Dang. Now, how did yeah. you get into that? I know this oh, is a little off topic I from Airsoft, but man, no, how did... like, dude, I don't, I think about that. I thought like, you know, I guess it must've been from YouTube. Um, I don't know. I think about that, like, yeah. back in seventh grade, what was I thinking, or seventh and eighth grade, like, I have no idea, because I didn't have 3D model stuff, I didn't, that was before I took 3D modeling classes, so, like, I don't, I genuinely have no idea. Yeah. Did but, you like building things, Legos? And... Yeah, I mean, of course, I have, like, every kid, I have, you know, love Legos and building stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I do not know. I mean, <laughs> now, I, I... I'm into SLS printing, so it's like higher detailed stuff, but it's not gotcha. structurally as good. Hence my, we were talking about before, I made 3D printed keycaps out of SLS printing. Okay. And um, So you can get you can get way more detail yes. than the other way? Okay. Yeah. Um, very small, smaller build volume, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think additive manufacturing is would be an awesome like, field to go into, of course. There's no... You have to go into engineering in order to go into additive manufacturing, and I'm not big into math, so. Ah, uh, okay. I'm gonna. I. Yeah, but you're more on the like the creative side, right? Well, I mean, I am a National Honor Society, but I mean, I'm. I want to go to. Um, it's basically cybersecurity. It's called like cyber operations. You know, Tom Clancy wrote a book. Um, called uh, was it Rainbow? I think it was in the Rainbow Six series, called Psyops. I read years ago, I used to read all his books uh, back in the day, you know, Hunt for Red October and all those, you know, classics. And then uh, mm -hmm. the newer stuff with Rainbow Six 
and uh, uh, clear and present danger. You know, uh, have you seen the? Um, they made actually, I think it was two years ago, um, and then recently I think they came out with a second season. It's a uh, Tom Clancy show on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh -oh. oh my gosh, okay. who is it? Uh, Jack Ryan. It's uh, -huh. it's actually based on his book Clear and Present Danger. That same character who uh, Harrison Ford played him in that movie uh, based on that book. But uh, they made a series out of it. And you know who's the, 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 who is Jack Ryan is the guy from the show The Office. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his, na his character name in there. But anyway. Uh, yeah, what's, what's yeah. it called? Uh, I think it's called, I want to say Jack Ryan, but it's, um, it's not. It's the name of... Uh, Jack Ryan, to... Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. You, yeah, you recognize that guy from the. So it's yeah. it's uh it's based on his uh, one of his earlier uh, series of books, and one of them was Clear and Present Danger, and okay. uh, which had and they made a movie out of that book, which had uh, Harrison Ford playing okay. Jack Ryan. Yeah. I will definitely check this out. Really, really good book. I mean, Tom Clancy, honestly, man, he was way ahead of his time with this, uh, with like, he was predicting things for that, that are doing, that are happening now. Okay. And this is like 25 years ago. He was predicting stuff like for the, like our government, the military, uh, things that would happen. Yeah, where like would George we... Orwell, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I have a box. A big ass box. It's heavy as hell because I have all these paperback books and hardback books uh, in the shed that I've read over the years. Because I was uh, when I got in the military, I was part of the military book club, so I would order a book once a month, okay. and I read, uh, I read a ton. I still read a lot. Yeah, I I, um, I, I use I read. Currently, I'm reading nonfiction. I'm currently reading Ben Shapiro's new book. Okay. Yep. The authoritarian moment. So. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good writer. In fact, uh, Rob. Uh, the other Rob, I just did a uh, podcast with him and I were talking about that as well. Uh, uh, who we watch and listen to and read, you know, he's the same, you know, same kind of, you know, same kind of stuff there. Yeah. Uh, I have not read his new book yet, but that is something I would like to do. I just read, um, actually I'm in the middle of reading. Oh man. I have to, I'll have to post my uh, reading list. Yeah. We um, did discord channel. list just reading. Yeah, for real. I actually have. I posted a reading list for my kids um, when they were young teenagers. And this was stuff like Tony Robbins, you know, uh, yeah. motivational, you know, self-help, I guess, kind of stuff. But uh, great uh, tips for, you know, how to make decisions in your life, basically. Um, you know, and stay motivated or get motivated. You know, people are like, I'm just not motivated to do something. Yeah, you're not motivated because you got to do something first yeah. to get motivated. Like, exactly. you're not going to just be laying there or yeah. sitting on the couch like a vegetable and go, oh, I just got struck with motivation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I think the reason I have so many hobbies is because, like, you know, once I make something or create something, I think, like, I want to, you know, I want to create more. Yeah. And, like, and that's how I got it. Or my mom... I mean, she could board making, and that's just such a cool. And then obviously, like I could like. Oh, what is that? She board making. So yeah, uh, it drives to the French word charcuterie, which is a meat and cheese store, and wow. it's where it's like a piece of piece of wood that you put uh, meat and cheeses on for for people to eat, and they like you like almost decorate it by the way you make it or like how you 
lay the meats and cheeses. I don't actually do put the meats and cheeses on. Yeah. But I make the actual boards. What, out of wood? Out of or wood. Or bamboo? Yeah, was, uh, oh, okay. Cedar wood. And so I went down to my friend's plantation, and we got, like, this uh, massive cedar tree fell over. And you get there, wow. you run through this big old saw, and then yep. you have these massive, long pieces of wood in our basement. And I, I cut one off, and then I have to sand it, and then I laser cut it, or laser cut, laser engrave it, or on my mom, on my hand draws on it. That and is awesome, dude. Now, do you have any pictures or videos of you doing this? Um, I, I have some photos of this, yeah. Um, of my you didn't take a video, video of you uh, making it? Uh, I have a video, I think, of me making one, yes. That is, I was going to say, dude, you better. You're yeah, a YouTuber. I do. I, I do you yeah. got your own YouTube yeah. channel. Wait, I do. I have one of making Casey Neistat before he was woke a uh, charcuterie board, and I sent one to him. Who is it? Casey Neistat. He used to, like, he was, like, the original, like, YouTube vlogger kind of guy. He lived in New York City, and he, I don't know, he was pretty, he was pretty cool. I don't um, think I ever seen long, his videos. long time ago though. Okay. And I have a video of me making that, but that was my mom was helping me a lot with that back then. Um, now I just make them on my own. But um, yeah, that's like, really cool. United man. Way ordered a board from me. Um, I don't know the, the cooking lady on TV, Very Vera. Um, yeah. I I've I heard um, of her. yeah I'm actually friends like friend, basically friends with her. I've stayed at her her like lake house and stuff. What? And I made one. For, I've made a couple for her. And Look at this. Like tax Name dropping, bro. This yeah. is awesome. Her for tax layer, I made one. And she like oh gave, my... gave Dude, that's one awesome. Of, one of the tax layer people. Yeah. Because she's sponsored by them. That is like, cool. on, our, on our Instagram is a photo of my security board, the tax layer one. That so, is awesome. Yeah. Am I are you do you follow my personal Instagram? Uh yes, I do. I mean I don't use Instagram that often. Oh, okay. I mean, I do. I maybe like once a week. It's like it's like Twitter yeah. or Facebook. It's like. But if I went to your Instagram, I, we could find uh, people could find those pictures you're talking about with uh, some of the boards you made. Um. Well, I yes. I mean, I haven't posted in so long. I mean, after I think after Facebook went downhill, I was done with Instagram. I, I left. Facebook. I left Facebook. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Um. I mean, Facebook. I mean, owns Instagram. So. Right. I know. Yeah, it's a it's a shame. It is. It's a shame. It really is, dude. It's uh, yeah. But now, have I you can, started on I, any of the other newer ones, Getter or something like that? I haven't tried any of the new ones I, yet. I have not. I, I honestly, I've been I've been focusing on school, but I will sure. obviously in college. I will of course have time. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, yeah. And, right. Um, and I'll I'll be making more content. And obviously, I also I can send you photos of the charcuterie boards so you can put them up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That I made. Yeah, let's but, do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Because that's cool, dude. Dude, you got your hands in all kind of stuff. Like you're very creative, uh, and you know you're you're obviously uh, okay at learning the drawing side of things. Yeah. You know, like the you know because 3D modeling and stuff. You know, learning how to use that. Um, you kind of have to have a a little bit of, you know, drawing understanding at least. Yeah. Well, it's more like it's more like engineering drawings. Right, like drafting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you um, ever take a drafting? Well, I took a three D modeling course or, in my okay. Um, my high school has a three D modeling course, and I I took that, and I was I got a hundred in the class, so yeah, you know, <laughs> I think I'm good. If you find something you're good at and you like, you know, yeah, enjoy that's doing. Both 
it's 3D printing and cyber security for me. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. But, you know, that's so unusual because so many people go through life, they have no, they know what they don't like. You know, we're really, our, the way our minds work, you know, we're, you know, for survival, you know, mostly, is uh, we understand more of what we don't like or what hurts us or what we, you know, whatever it is, uh, the negative yeah. instead of the, like, well, what do you like? Uh, I don't know, but I know I don't like these things, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So a lot of people go through life and they were like, yeah. uh, they're 35 and they're going, um, I don't really like what I'm doing. Why did I choose this? Yeah. You know, like, there's so many people that don't have passion for what no. they do. And I, no. I, couldn't, I can never live like that. Like I have to, no. make, I have to either be creating something or in cybersecurity fixing something. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of that, it was, uh, you know, the adjustments that we went through, uh, my wife and I, it was like, I was super passionate about going to the military. Uh, you know, that was, I wanted to do that since I was uh, real little. Uh, and then I did that, you know, I went to the Marine Corps. I was like, I'm going to see if I can make it through boot camp, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I did, and I, you know, I enjoyed being in and, uh, and then me and my wife got married. I was like passionate about that. And then we wanted to have a bunch of kids, which we did. Uh, and we were like, okay, I want to be a dad, you know, and this is cool. And then the kids got grown and, uh, and that's why, that's honestly what led me into airsoft was because when I was, you know, laid up and I couldn't really, you know, I couldn't work, I couldn't do anything. These guys started getting airsoft and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Let me try, you know, let me see what I can do with you guys. I couldn't go outside and do stuff, but I, I could do their channel and I could film, you know? (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. and that's what led me to this to be honest yeah uh but i've always been excited about you know doing something like i just i'm allergic to boredom you know people say yeah. i'm allergic to work i'm allergic to boredom like i'd yeah. rather work all the time rather than yeah. be bored 100 percent. Yeah. i'm saying my mind's constantly like what's next what's next what am yeah. i doing what do i want to do yeah. you know that's cool so you've got woodworking skills well, I don't know about woodworking. It's just more like laser laser engraving. Hey, you still got to cut the board. Yeah, I mean, some people it. can't even do that, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you still got all your fingers, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Hey, there yeah. you go. That's good. Uh, and you got that. You got 3D printing. You got airsoft. Uh, Aerial photography. I love my drone. Oh, your drone. Right. That's yeah. cool. See, all this stuff. Yeah. Now, are you... Uh, so you've, have you practiced hacking? Are you a hacker? Well, I mean, I I've got, been to several like cybersecurity camps, but they they teach you hacking for like fifteen minutes. So oh, it's, okay. And it's like, you know, I I'm, I definitely know I could go to a Starbucks and hack people's stuff, but it's like, yeah, there's no point. Well, no, I'm not saying you would. It's uh, it's more of a uh, yeah, going fine. into that field. You have to know. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you have to know your enemy, yeah. like kind yeah, of thing, do. you know, like in that basic sense, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not the biggest into hacking, but yeah. I mean, I'm absolutely sure I could. Yeah. Same yeah. basic principle as, you know, cybersecurity. It's just on the opposite end. Yes, exactly. You know, but you have to understand where it's coming from, you know, yeah. code and all that. It's pretty yeah. involved. To me, Code is who hard. has I, I don't understand that at all. I thought I could be good at it. Years ago, I wanted to go into it, and I tried it. 
I, I just, I'm more mechanically minded. So mm -hmm. I just, uh, I can see how gears work. I can see how, you know, understand yeah, how it's hard. Code is hard. Yeah. I just, I don't <laughs> understand the ones and zeros and the, yeah. Yeah. It makes no, I, I can't see a path to where it goes. Now, PLCs, um, on machine, you know, that, well, what machines used to run on, I think the real basic information, uh, manufacturing machines run on, because uh, I was in maintenance for a while, we ran the PLC stuff, and that is, it's all strings, you know, and I can see a path, so it's all if-then statements, you know, mm -hmm. if this is on, then this won't work, if mm -hmm. this is off, then this goes here, you know, I can under, I can follow the path and make things work, yeah. but coding, I, I almost feel like you're making up all this stuff <laughs> as you go, and I, I have no clue what I'm typing, you know, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Java is very difficult for me. When I took AP Computer Science, it was hard. It was, I struggled. But um, okay. Arduino, like, like you know, making robots and stuff is a lot easier for me. Hmm. Like, that's I think that's C++ or C++. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, but that's just Ardu Arduino is easier, in my opinion. And then, obviously, Python is really easy for me. Because, I, I don't know, Python is just, like, it makes sense. Like, Java doesn't make sense. <laughs> Python does. I don't know. Okay. It's, now, what are the differences in those? I, I, well, I've heard those words, but I have yeah. no clue what, I, I, what those are. The funny thing is they never actually taught me what Python or Java is used for, but I took the classes. So I genuinely do not know which is used where. <laughs> I just know how to use it. Yeah. I've seen uh, the, the most experience I have with Java is JavaScript error or something kind yeah. of comes up sometimes. That's yeah, JavaScript. Or used to. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Okay, click on this. Okay, and then the picture or GIF or GIF or whatever you you know however you <laughs> yeah. pronounce it. I mean, who, that's a whole topic by itself. Just pronouncing that one word either way. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> the comment section's already angry. Oh, I'm saying <laughs> they're going nuts, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so. Cute. So you've got, <laughs> is it, is it Jeff? I, I, I don't know. Oh, you just, you crashed the internet, bro. <laughs> um, so you showed us, uh, what, three of your guns? And those are the three main ones you have? Yes, and then the other one that you gave me. The pistol, right? The, the other, the M1911, which I got some ridiculous amount of views on. Yeah. My, my review. Yeah. Which I don't even know why, but you have the Trifecta Airsoft logo on. And uh, this thing... It is unusable. The trigger is disgusting. <laughs> Why? Did you break it? No, it's just mushy and hard, and it's just <laughs> no. I say I wouldn't send you a crap gun, bro. I don't no, know. No, no, no. It's just I know, I know. It's not. It's it's, it's a plinking gun. It's a it's it around the backyard gun. It is. It's it. You can never use that gun in an actual game. No, not unless you're like five feet away. Somebody yeah. comes to the doorway and you just pull it out. Yeah, real I mean, quick. it, it is CO two. But yeah, there you go. I mean. The trigger, <laughs> it, I can't with this trigger. Oh yeah, it's it's. I mean, this trigger is bad, but it's two stage trigger. But it, I mean, it's it is not the mushy mess that is this trigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't know when it's gonna when it's actually gonna. Yeah, and fall, you, there's so much know? force that you have to have it, and yeah. the barrel, like whenever you like the barrel extends when you're shooting it, like like. This uh -oh. is in its normal state, and then, like, the barrel goes out before you shoot it. Is that normal? What the yeah, hell? Yeah, that's, like, 
I, I don't know what <laughs> mechanism or what they were doing when they designed oh, this. Lord. Yeah. That gun's fun to like just shoot at trees with, but Yeah. Yeah. Or to or to give to your friend that has, yeah. is just starting out and yeah. you know, it's a little better than a springer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then before the uh podcast started I was telling Iraq that I brought my friend to a it was like Spartan fell to Airsoft. It was like the first game. I gave him like the, the SSP one. It was the first game that Field had ever had. Um, it was like the grand opening. I gave him the pistol. And we were all running around in the woods, and he did get some kills. But uh, I uh, we were on the other. I was on the other team from him, and I uh, I squad wiped him at one point, and he got really mad. What were you using? He went home. What were you he using? I was using my M4. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he got real mad, and he went home, and he bought a Norwich, Norwich's new or sniper rifle, and he bought a AAPO one with a 400 round drum mag, and he now, and for his second game, he just destroys everything in his path. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's that's what you normally don't find for the new players. You yeah. know, there is a there is a difference. So you know, we were talking about like how start how you could start out. You know, somebody brand new. There's a lot of variables that go into that question because, uh, or I guess the answer, because to have fun, right? Yes. It, it depends on your, you know, who you're playing with, the uh, field, like the environment, you know, whether it's backyard, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, the gear, the equipment. And also people don't talk about this, but how in shape you are or are yeah. not, because it is a physical game. It Unless is. you're going to plant yourself as a sniper and just hide behind a tree, which can get very boring if uh, if you're not, you know, on – if there's not like 40 people on the other team, you, you can, you know, you have a lot of targets. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of things that go, that go into it. So if you're going to play like speed QB or something like that, uh, you got to be a little bit in shape, you know. Yep. you got to be able to – uh, you know, run 20 feet without uh, your glasses fogging up so bad you can't, you know, see yeah. and play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there, there's there's some other variables there uh, on top Obviously, of you know, carrying the gear. your gun for you'll be able to carry a, a heavy gun, all yeah. those loaded BBs uh, for that amount of time. I mean, I run cross country; it's not a problem for me. But, yep. um, you know, I definitely could be. Absolutely. Um, but also I think that the weight of a gun is so under, I don't know, appreciated. I think mm. a light gun is, it's, it's important, 100%. especially in a pistol 100%. when it's on your like hip when you're running around, yep. uh, you know, I think it's, a, it's important. Yeah. So earlier, earlier we were talking about, you were showing that, uh, your SSP and how heavy it is and just, yes. uh, you know, and I think, like, when these guys, when we first started the channel and they started getting mystery boxes, they're all like, yeah, man, this is so cool. Feel this thing. You know, I, we got a an M14, a DMR or something, you know, whatever. It was like, it was metal everywhere, you know. Yeah. And this thing is just super heavy. And, it, and, you know, this is one of those where you pull it out of the box or a friend comes over or you take it to the field just for show. Like, dude, check yeah. out this thing, you know, and you're like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. But to go... Yeah. play with it you're not i'm telling you man if you're not in really good shape like prior military police whatever like that have some kind of tactical training and you're already in that kind of shape where you you know you're used to it uh and you you you're okay with carrying that around for you know three hours four hours uh 
if you're not that, yeah. you are not going to have fun with a realistic gun. It's only, it's really benefit, you know, it, the m- number one benefit is to just show it off. Like it's show yeah. and tell. Here, hold this thing. Check yeah. this out. I oh, mean, that feels awesome. You know, Airsoft is kind of a fashion show with guns. It really is. No, it, it 100%. is. 100%. Like there's, there's at least one guy who's in full cry gear yep. who has his HBA Jack or Kythera or F1 build. And he's like, oh, I shoot 55 RPS and I wear full cry gear. I'm so cool. And I have level four plates in. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I know. And then he's actually like mediocre. Yeah, for real. Because he's wearing level four plates. Uh, do, do you follow uh, Airsoft Alphonse? I do, yes. Okay. So this dude works out, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, all, I mean, most of the big ones, you know, Swamp Sniper, Novich, you know, they're in shape. Uh, they can do a lot of run around and doing what they're doing, climbing in trees and stuff like that. Um, this guy is like, this guy does not miss leg day. He talks about leg day. Yeah. And um, he, you know, so when you see these videos, you know, this guy, he carries, you know, the M249 yep. or whatever, like around, like, this dude's in shape, bro. Like he can have fun doing what he's doing yeah. because he's not winded after, you know, jogging 10 feet with this thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, so there, there are some variables like that, that, you know, can make or break your experience with, uh, when you're starting out, but you can absolutely go in the backyard or go to a friend's house, uh, and, and have fun playing and only spend, like if you had 50, 60, 70 bucks to spend, you could get a pistol. There's CO2 pistols for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Get some BBs, you know, get a CO2, you know, a little thing, CO2, and pop it in and wear some safety glasses and go out. And those are cheap as hell. Uh, and go out there and play. Like, mm-hmm. you're good to go. Keep your lips closed so you don't chip a tooth, you yeah. know, or wear a mouth guard. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to have a full mask. It's nice to have one, yeah. but you can still have fun unless you get, you know, your friend has a you know, one of those crazy shooting, you know, micro guns or something, you, <laughs> yeah. know, you know, like you were talking about 55, you know, yeah. RPS and My, just, uh, I have in your face. Who, who's he, I 1v1'd him with the 55 RPS Polar Star and it was not good. It was a no-go. Dude. I, I got annihilated <laughs> from yeah. a mile away. Yeah. That can't be fun. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's not. Yeah. It's not the move. For Unless real. you have a 55 RPS Polar Star, I'm telling you, yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta have an equalizer for sure. Yes, absolutely. I'll start name dropping guns, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess for pistols, we'll go. I think I would have bought a Jag Arms pistol. So if you had now, what what is this like? If you were if just starting was, over, if I was starting off and I had to buy a pistol, a high knowing kappa, what you know now, a high kappa though for like gotcha. I would sort of start off with either like a, just a TM high kappa and upgraded it, or probably start off with a Jag Arms high kappa because yeah. it's got the cool cutout slide, it's got the the outer barrel like mine with the the cool outer barrel. Oh, that is cool. Uh, with the like novish look almost. Yeah. And um, it's not ridiculously expensive. It's only like 125 bucks for an, and then, but of course, if you're playing outdoors, then, you know, you might want to look into the non-blowback options. And I'd say that this guy, the SSX is probably best because of this metal slide 
Um, I like I like the metal slide. Um, it's honestly, you know, it's pre-upgraded, you know, as you can say that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then, if I would go with like you know, like a basic Lancer Tactical, like Lancer Tactical used to be garbage, but now yeah. they're like average. Have you seen the video from uh, Airsoft GI? Which was? Uh, that Which with one? Cisco that did the uh, <laughs> I know right. Yeah, um, you know that one, the, yeah, that no, one guy. Yeah. You know, we'll be a little uh, specific. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Lance Tactical Gen Three. They did well, the drop I've, test. I've, I think I've shot a Gen Three before. Okay. Or I'm not so I've that, shot a Gen Two. I've shot a Gen Two. Yeah, I was gonna say this is uh, Wait, this is pretty yeah, recent. This is new. Oh, this is brand. It was like. So they oh, they got tired. Okay. Yeah, listen, Lancer Tactical got tired of everyone shitting on them. Okay, yeah. and talking shit about their stuff, which I never did. We never did. We never had. None of us on our channel have had a bad experience with Lancer Tactical guns. Not one. And we've okay. gotten a bunch of them. Okay, and we've never had a bad experience with them. But uh, I know that you know there's been yeah. uh, you know some you know a lot of the complaints are legit. Yes. And then the other half of them are just somebody that never experienced that they're just going they're just regurgitating what somebody else said yeah so i think it got amplified because of social media but um you know yeah. i think lancer tactical got tired of people talking shit and they yeah. said okay we'll make one you know and they yeah. made this thing that's like super durable yeah. uh shoots great right out of the box whatever yeah so cisco does a drop test i think it's like 15 feet or something off this ladder i mean the gun was like solid as hell okay so, yeah so it's I mean, supposed to be really good. Yeah, with like you know a GNG combat machine or a, you know Lancer tactical, those are all really good basic starter guns that you know you're not going to be you're not going to be hurting. No. Off the bat, unless right. you're playing you know professional speak QB like. Yeah. So know. let me ask you about uh, your your most recent. What was the most recent game you played? Didn't you go be, to Blue Hole? Yes, it would be at Blue Hole. Yes. That's the one that I wanted to go to, and we had a bunch of stuff come up. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I remember talking about that. So what was that? Was that, um, just like last month? Uh, no, that was, or was that was July. That was, that was, that was a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was, I, I like blue hole because it's, yeah. it's, there's so many different, it's, you know, it's one big field, but you can play so many different things in one field. Right. And, uh, I've, I've only played one operation there. Okay. Um, and that was fun until I got shelled by a 40 millimeter grenade and I didn't have hearing protection. Oh, God. It yeah. What, was, was it the, uh, what, what's that, uh, the one we did the review on? Is the, uh, the, the underbarrel grenade launcher? Yeah. Mark Patella sent us the uh, tag in. Yeah. Was that a tag yep. in? Yes, it was. Dude. It those was things are epic, bro. So loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, now I have hearing protection. I have a, hel I have a whole helmet set up now. Gotcha, but, um, gotcha. That was, that was a while ago. It was like last year when that, when I got hit with, I didn't actually get hit, but it was like right next to me. Yeah. Um, and that, that was kind of awesome to be killed by the thing, but it was so loud. Like my ears <laughs> were ringing for so long. There was a, there, uh, speaking of this, there's uh, it was just like a few months ago. Somebody, I think it was on our discord, actually, somebody posted a video a YouTube video or attached it, whatever that uh, somebody, it was like the closest somebody came to getting hit in the face with a tag in. Okay. Yeah. It was explosive uh, tag in grenade. Yeah. This thing the, and this guy had a GoPro right next to him, like his teammate or whatever was looking at him and this thing bounces or something like that and sticks. He goes to like, go like this and it sticks between his like protective gears, whatever, and yeah. his neck or something. It's real close to up here. 
and yeah. it blows up right next to his oh, neck or wow. his face. I mean, and he just drops. You know, he's on his knees, uh, but he just drops. Like, it was one of those moments where uh, not knowing what's going on in the video yeah. or not, you know, you didn't know what was happening. You're like, holy crap, did he just die? Like, yeah. <laughs> or bust his ear? Is there going to be blood, you know? Yeah. But he was fine. It was fine, you know? Yeah. It, uh, it stunned the crap out of him. It was like a stun grenade pretty much, you know, yeah. uh, as far as from that distance right next to his ear. But there, those things are loud, bro, big time. Yeah, they absolutely are. Yeah. I mean, they left craters in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, you definitely need hearing protection when you go to operations. Yeah. Um, all, all those grenades going off, you know, uh, that it's always like sounds. It's really awesome sounding whenever you get to throw one of those really loud grenades. Right. Just yelling frag out, you know, that's just kind of awesome. See the contact, awesome. like running Granada! up. Granada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call of Duty, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that's it's always fun to do that. So your your last uh, gameplay was at uh, Blue Hole. Now was this now these these this is an outside. Yes. So you guys did. Uh, were you was it a one day event? Or yeah, it was it was just like a a pickup game, but gotcha. no, all day. Like open, yeah. Yes. Um. I, 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 just, I think it's really fun to do like scenarios as well. Um. I one time at Blue Hole. I mean. That operation, like the doing the scenario, it was it was Operation Uranium Fever, and okay. it was like you had to get the uranium fuel rods and there were the big cement tubes or whatever, and you had to like yeah. uh, take them. That that was that's fun. I mean, even normal pickup games are fun there. But uh, now, did you go with a friend or you go uh, by yourself? So the just... operation, I went by myself. The last pickup last game, yeah. the la last pickup game, I went with a friend. Okay, and then. Um, I was going to go, there was one game recently got canceled that I was going to go to. Um, I don't remember why. Yeah. Um, but now this last one, did you, uh, so what gear did you take? So what, what was I, your primary? I was using the M4 and then okay. I had, I was doing, I started off, I didn't use plate carrier. Um, I used the, I like a, kind of a chest rig. I was going a little bit lighter. Um, and then I just had all my mags and then I was using the SSX. And I made the mistake of using the drop leg holster, so I couldn't. But this thing, the suppressor is a little bit too long. Oh, uh, it was like this much too long, and so every time I'd go on my knee, oh yeah, like it pushing into the, the dirt. Yep. And uh, the mag fell out, and I had to go and search for the mag after the game. And oh, it took me in the grass, and it took me forever to find it. Oh my gosh! Because these mags are you know twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bucks. for real. Um. That was so. How annoying. would that? Uh, you think it it got bumped uh, from oh, your holster? Yeah, my I okay should not have been using a drop leg holster. Yeah. Um, unless I'm using the SSP one. Um, gotcha. And then, and then I use a drop leg holster. Right. Um, the I mean the SSX I have a custom holster that I made. <laughs> okay. Uh, printed. Um, that I I currently is attached to my plate carrier, but my plate carrier is ten, and I was on the green team, so I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, use that. Yeah, that's the only drawback with uh, with the longer pistols like that. You know, putting attachments on like yeah. that, or big attachments on the top or on the bottom. You know, lights or lasers or yeah. all the kind of you know fixings you put on them. It uh, it really inhibits your you know, especially if you're using it as a uh, as a secondary. It really inhibits your mobility. 
because yeah, you, you've got you to have, have a special, good holster. Yeah. Got to have yeah. a good holster. And, and even when you do have a good holster, it's still, uh, for me, I like the drop leg with a normal size yep. pistol because yes. it's right here. I hate having to reach way up like this on my hip yep. to grab this thing. And then exactly. you got to pull even farther yep. out. Exactly. You know, like, That's why I like my drop leg yeah. for the SSP-1. Absolutely. Um, now, the the ones that, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like snap-in. They like, they have a trigger have... snap. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You or, like you know, the, uh, they don't, not like that. It actually, oh, it yeah, locks that's, in that's on the trigger guard. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my that custom one. Yeah, okay. Printed for the SSX. Yep. Um, that's what I have. Yeah, that's a that's a nice one to have because yeah. you don't have to pull it up, you know. Yeah. Especially with a you know extension on there, you can just pull it straight off the side. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know. And then but. it was during it was uh, the second part of that day. I used my friend's sidearm, and he has a he had a Kydex holster made for his pistol. I had never used a Kydex holster okay. in an airsoft game before, and I thought that was pretty nice. Uh, I enjoyed that because um, it's like a real a real holster, you know, for right. airsoft. Um, I didn't actually get any kills with that pistol, but um, I, I it was just nice. I had never tried it, um, but I, I'm sticking to my drop leg with the SSP-1. Yeah. Because I'm not about to get a Kydex holster made for the SSP-1. No. I mean, just take that uh, take that suppressor off, you know, if you're going to use your drop leg, because, you know, it's yeah. not even that loud without it, uh, yeah, especially oh, yeah, because SSX, it's non-bloat, or the SSX, Yeah. Because it's it's non blowback. Well, I'll just use know? the other holster that I that I custom made. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, those are uh, those are nice. I mean, I it's one of my favorite shooting guns. Uh, was the uh, SSX when we when I think Chris actually bought one early on uh, when we started our channel because you know he watches Novrich a lot and yeah. um, when that came out he bought one and we tried it out. We did a video on it. And I said, Hold, dude, this is one of my favorite guns. I don't think we had had a non-blowback, uh, at least of that quality, you yeah. know, uh, at the time. So all of them were heavy metal, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, blowback and all this kind of stuff, which are, you know, those are fun too. But um, with the kick, but when this thing, I was like, dude, I love this. And they were like, ah, eh, I don't really like the non-blowback. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, I like the, <laughs> like the non-blowback. I can promise you real military guys that, or police, if they had a choice with, you know, shooting real bullets, if they could mm -hmm. eliminate the uh, recoil and blowback. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Every day, you know? Well, I mean, a part of the appeal to airsoft is the realism and stuff. And so For I sure. could, I could understand the, why people would like the kick, but I mean, I put, I've short struck my gun. So, you know, yeah, I've eliminated most of it. Right. But I think, you know, as long as it looks cool and it works well. Right. Um, you, that works well is important because you don't <laughs> want too much realism where it's like, I have to drop my bolt every time, you know, like, that's why it's I don't unreal. want a gas blowback gun. Yep. Like it's, it's, it's too much. The mags are too expensive. Uh, things, you know, all the seals break. Yeah. Um, it's you know. For real. Yeah. I don't want to go too realistic. Well, and if it's like, if it's not 90 degrees out, you know, yeah. you, you, if you had to refill a mag, uh, 
uh, on the field like two yeah. or three times. That thing freezes yeah. up like it's yeah. it shoots like crap. You know, yeah. like good lord, how hot's it got to be? Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. Oh my gosh, I remember we were uh, when we went through our first winter. We started our channel in April, and by the end of uh, the year, when we were doing videos, you know, we're doing uh, you know GBB pistols out here for you know testing them, and they're shooting like crap. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's like 50 degrees out, okay? It's yeah. not like 20, you know, 20 yeah. below. It's not yeah. like freezing. It's not, you know, snowing. 50 degrees. And they're like, yeah, we have, you know, we're refit. Because we're tests. We'll run a few, you know, uh, mags through a gun just, you know, before we start video. And because we want to make sure this thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, so we're, and I'm like, there's no way. What's it got to be a hundred degrees out? What is this? You know? desert? Dude, <laughs> I was like, come on. But yeah, there is a, that's, that's an issue with it. CO2 is not so much because, you yeah. know, you expel the canister and. I mean, I, th I think HBA, unfortunately, is the right route to go. hundred percent. But of course, you know, HBA can get expensive fast. Yeah. And, um, and, and there's some tinkering you got to do. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you can buy HPA setups, you know. Yeah, like Amped sells like the cheapest oh, that's right. one that I found. Um, my friend has that um, with his Polar Star. Um, Is it a pistol or a? Yeah, you know, he has or he has a F1 Polar Star. Oh yeah. And a yep. he has like two Polar Stars, I think. Gotcha. Um, and I, he bought the one from Amped, but uh, it's not it's not a carbon fiber tank, so it's not yeah. like a really expensive tank. Yeah, you can get one what, for what is, relatively cheap. I was gonna say, what that run him? Yeah, let me go it's to all together. Um, I'm on it. Three, four hundred. HBA starter kits. New to HBA, yes. HBA starter kit. Okay, it is one fifty for this, this starter kit that I'm looking at. For an HBA setup, and what wow, does that give you? That's cheap, dude. Um, that's cheap. Oh, uh, so that's a line and a tank. Oh, and okay. a regulator. Wait, you can get a regulator for that cheap? Hold up. I might have to go HBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. I thought you were going to 3D print. Wait, this is this with the tank? Yes, this is with the tank. Oh. So on. what is this? So 150 for the, the line, the tank, and the regulator. And yeah. then what about... But it's, it's a 48-inch 48, 48 cubic regulator. But you can also get all these other tanks. Now... Uh, JP did a, we actually did a video on it. He did a build and he got some of his stuff from Amped, but uh, did, you know, he already had a gun that he was using. Yeah. So if somebody didn't have a gun, mm -hmm. like nothing, can they buy a full gun and equipment, oh, HPA yeah. ready to go yeah. in the Amps. box, you take it out of the box, go on the field and you're ready? Yes, you okay. can. How much is that? Amped does that. Let's... M4 type of um, whatever here we go hba starter rig plus hba rifle it's 650 dollars for the base option gotcha okay yeah, yeah okay. my 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 friend's gun is 650 uh i like before externals like yeah but y'all are mining bitcoin and crap okay like there was i worked in a grocery store when i was your age okay and uh in the winter and in, in construction in the summer <laughs> yeah well, you know i made like friend, five bucks mows, an hour yeah he mows so much grass is kind of ridiculous oh yeah <laughs> yeah dude especially in south carolina good lord yeah and when it's in, humid and hot sorry. we have that humidity well, at actually, night he lives in augusta georgia okay well same type of weather that's for sure 
yeah, even worse. Eighty percent humidity, you yeah. know, and then uh, and then the blazing sun during the day. That our yeah. kind of grass I mean, just jumps. Yeah, I had a um, a race yesterday, and it was um, an air, or a um, cross country race in the blazing yep. heat, and it was dead. How, how far? Or uh, it's a five k. Okay, three three point one miles. Yeah. Yeah, three point one, and <laughs> it was like in a field. I mean, there was some shade, but. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's all really open. It's ridiculous. Well, if you're not trail running, uh, you're going to be out in the sun, bro. Yeah. Like, that's just runs are in the sun uh, unless you're running through a trail. Yep. You Absolutely. Know, that's in trail running. It is uh, it, it's nice for shade, but it holds the humidity. And you got to watch every single step because you got rocks and roots. Like yep. you will bust your ankle so bad on rocks and roots. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can't do that in a race. <laughs> No, you're yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, you know, you might finish, you know, if you're strong enough and tough enough, you might finish with a sprained ankle, but uh, you, you're you going to come yeah. in last. You yeah. Know, yeah. For real. Yeah. Actually, the awesomest, awesome thing, they started the race with like a cannon. It was awesome. like an old, old style, like, like a Civil no, was, War cannon. It was, I think it was like a Vietnam era cannon or something. I don't even know. It was. They, they don't use like cannons in Vietnam, bro. No, dude, it's not like a can, like not like an actual cannon, like a like a cannonball I, cannon. No, not like that kind of cannon. It's like a more modern cannon, kind of this. So, this is kind of this is like the vibe. Did it have? Okay, yeah, this, this is, is the small. vibe. It Tripod. was basically this. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. glad I found it. It was basically that... this thing. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's considered a mortar, right? So, yeah. I mean, mortars are cannons, you know? Yes. So, like a cannon tube. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Kind of this Gotcha. So, they use that. To start the to, race. To uh, start the race. And... Yeah, was, we're in an airsoft podcast, and we're talking about mortar starting a race. Like, Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> hey, the podcasts, I mean, we got some airsoft stuff in here, and the other stuff, whatever. If somebody wants to click <laughs> off and stop listening, that's okay. Now, how many people were in your race? 300 and something holy shit yeah. how many schools was that uh eight nine holy crap dude i, I was thinking that, like was just 30 people race. and that was the that was the boys race only wow. and then the girls race was like 200 and something people that's insane now that actually is uh that makes me a little hopeful for this generation because that's a lot of people staying in shape <laughs> yeah <laughs> because when the aliens attack y'all are gonna have to run to the hills okay <laughs> when the aliens attack yeah <laughs> you know yeah you have to take cover yeah <laughs> uh i mean it was i think we got we got third yeah our oh, nice. school i mean uh we had we were down a couple of runners um, okay so it, yeah, it, I mean, it goes, you get so many points champion. based on yeah. how many people in your team finish yeah, you in get certain places. Like, gotcha. Um, it's just the top five are the ones that score the points. And then like the, if it ties, oh. which it did, it comes gotcha. down to the sixth runner, which was me. And I beat the other sixth runner. And so I actually gotcha. won it for us. But I mean, that's, oh, that's, happens got, all the time. that's a good feeling. Happens all the time. Um, yeah, we, we won state last year. Dude. So, that's right. awesome. I mean, I didn't, I'm not fast. I'm yeah. not like with, I'm not sub 20, which is what is fast. What does sub 20 mean for those? Like, uh, uh, I don't know what it means. Minute. And then. Yeah. So it's sub uh, 20 minute 5k. So like I okay. run a 21, okay. like 40 range. Yep. So I'm not fast. I'm still getting there. <clears throat> yep. Um, 
the sub 20 is what I would consider fast. I mean, of course, like 17 minutes is actually what fast is, but yeah, that's fast, fast. Yeah, that's yeah. Fast, we fast. did uh, so in the Marine Corps. Just to give you a kind of a reference there, uh, we do three mile run. You know, so it's point. You know, 5K is 3.1 uh, miles. We do we do a three mile for our uh, physical fitness test every year. Um, we do uh, we do pull ups, sit ups, and then a three mile run. And uh, the three mile run, your the best score is at 18 minutes. That's that's where you'll get the uh, maximum amount of points. Okay, and after 18 minutes, you start losing, you know, mm-hmm. points after. Yeah. And uh, the fastest time I did was 19. It was like 1921. Yeah. And then, in uh, most of my times, except my last year, my last year that I qualified right before I got out, uh, I didn't. I was I was kind of a I was on my way out, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I was yeah. excited about yeah. uh, getting out and, you know, cause my wife and I were already married and we're talking, you know, she was pregnant. And uh, so I was like, whatever, I think I ran like a 22 or something, but uh, mm-hmm. my fastest time, most of my time is around 19, 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, like three the, miles. The, the, my friends are like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean what's, I your fa- what's your fastest time? Uh, it'd be 21.50. Okay. Yeah. Which is not fast, but you know, I'm You're getting still there. growing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what? Are you, how tall are you? Five ten? Five nine? I am. Yep, five ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll um, get there. I'm probably not gonna run run in college, but I mean, I you know I I've enjoyed running cross country. You know, it's it's fun with you know running with the boys. I mean, we're just like a small yeah you know, Christian private school. So yeah, once you yeah. get though, once you get that running uh, that runner's high. Yeah, uh, it's it feels great, man. Like uh, I actually miss running. I haven't been able to jog since uh, the first time I got sick. Uh, wow. Even now, yeah, I'm not recovered enough. I, dude, wow. you should see me run. I should make a video of me jogging in the backyard because I look like <laughs> I look like. Uh, remember uh, Fantastic Four, the thing, right? Yeah. Remember when he ran when he turned into the rock mon, you know, the rock. Yeah. Uh, all you know it was that's what i look like i look like i have le- you know legs right. of like lead uh I, I can barely move my legs uh you know a foot in front of each other uh, i just don't have the the coordination and the strength of my calves and in mm-hmm. my you know my feet you know moving yeah. uh all those tendons and muscles whatever but it's um yeah i miss it i miss it but uh i didn't do a whole lot of running before i got sick i was uh, i probably ran two three times a month Mm-hmm. Uh, by that point, but uh, but I do miss that, man. It, it's the, you don't get that with with uh, lifting weights. Mm-hmm. There, there's something, you know, and, and I love that feeling. I loved it. Once you learn that pace and you get in that rhythm Absolutely. and you get that runner's high, oh, dude. To yeah, me, people, there's people are always like, oh, running is a punishment. You know, why would you ever you know, have fun running? Uh, it's like you don't understand. Only the first five minutes. You know, it depends on how much, you know, how good a shape you're in, but to, to how fast you get into that rhythm. Uh, for me, it was about four or five minutes into a run, um, to get into that rhythm. But, uh, do that. Yeah. Somebody, if you, cause have you ever seen somebody that, uh, just is not built for running like their biomechanics, the way they move, whatever it is, their hips, their ligaments, whatever, however it's, they're formed. They are not meant for. They just run heavy, you know, heavy legged. The stomp. Uh, yeah, they're stomping. Their feet when they're... Like they'll never understand the runner's high. They mm-hmm. just can't. Like I don't know, 
they could probably bust through it if they really, really push themselves. Yeah. But uh, sometimes, man, they're just not built for that uh, <laughs> yeah. that longer run. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. You guys, uh, you guys have done so well uh, on your team. Yeah, a lot of these uh, airsofters that are just starting out. This is probably the best advice: uh, start running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you know, if you want to have fun, uh, you don't want to be gasping for breath like you're about to die. Uh, in the first 20 minutes of the game because that makes it not fun you know absolutely yeah for real yeah go go for a run and don't buy too heavy of a gun yeah and don't buy too expensive of a gun yeah yeah start out cheap yeah start out start out small yep no decide if you want to go indoor or outdoor or both you know if you want to do that and if you want to do both don't buy a ridiculously long-barreled gun like me don't don't do that nope um well, I mean, this gun was was a CQB length gun, like when you sure. got it to me. But you know, yeah, but yeah, but they've got those uh, like the the um, uh, Chris has the ARP nine. Yeah, that's a which great I've gun. showed you know. On yeah, this, I've been on shot by it. Yeah, these yeah. are great. You know, they're not that expensive. They're super compact. They're actually they've got some. They're solid. I mean, they're metal. Uh, you know, a lot of it's metal, and uh, but it's small enough. Where it's not so heavy, you're going to be worn out in you know 15 minutes. Absolutely. Now he's got a lot of you know accessories on there right now, but you can just buy that gun right out of the box and just go and on the field. Slap a red dot on there and you're yeah. good. Yeah, 100. Yeah. You know CQB ready. No man, it's been great. Uh, you know I love he- hearing your uh, experiences and all. Dude, I didn't realize I knew you were into uh, 3D printing, and I think you, I do remember you telling us uh, or telling me about the. Um, how do you pronounce the Shakura? Shakiri? Shakuteri. Shakuteri. Yeah, I, okay. I have a board out there somewhere. So here's one that I made. Whoa. It's two hands drawing each other. I don't know where I got, I got this art. Um, this artwork. I don't remember who made this. Um, that is pretty cool. Um, and then this is uh, Poconoke Forest by um, Takashi Murakami. Um, Whoa! It's all the flowers with some uh, emoji or Pac-Man or, or something or faces in there. The, I mean, he kind of coined that Takashi Murakami. That is awesome, Japanese, dude. Japanese artist. He's done right. uh, collabs with uh, Virgil Abloh, you know, the head designer of Louis yep. Vuitton and stuff. Yep. Uh, creator of Off White. And then here's one. I didn't actually make either of these this artwork either. So you put artwork on both sides. Yes, I do. And then awesome, uh, dude. some people like they want their last name or something or a logo, yeah. and they want like nothing on the back. But I put gotcha. all on both sides. Um, that is freaking cool, bro. So this is a uh, so instead of like a cutting board, well, they could use it as a cutting board, right? You have to get a uh, really really hardwood. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. So you have to go to like. So this South is just a, a serving board. Yes. Okay. Uh, you put meats and cheeses on here. Yep. And then uh, you serve them. Now, you could make a cutting board. Of course, I'm not going to Bolivia, and I'm not cutting down any trees just so someone can have a cutting board. So, <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure there are other ways. but yes. uh... That's the hard, hardest wood is in Bolivia. And here's a fish, um, and it has the plantation, the wade plantation. And this board is from about 1857, the tree. What? That's um, cool, dude. And then I have a yellow perch, which is one of my favorite fish in the back. Okay. 
Um, it was it's a little bit dark in the. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, so yeah, this is this. I love making these. Um, now you so you cut the board, you sand it and get it ready, yeah, and then you stick it in uh, a laser. on a laser. Yep, and printer I'll, thing. I have. I'll show. I'll send you a photo. Okay. Of that. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then I have find the design either on Pinterest or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, or someone orders the design, and then I run it through, and it engraves it. And then um, we, you put um, oil on, or I don't remember what type of oil. It's um, veg, or it's not vegetable oil. It's not linseed oil. I don't remember um, what I use exactly. But okay. I have this bottle that I, I have like a cloth, and I have to like rub it into it, and it brings out the, the wood. This is really cool, man. I, I love uh, that you're into all these different things. Yeah, I, I have no lack of motivation because I have so, mm -hmm. much, so much to do. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to commit yourself to something uh, to, to get the motivation. Well, until next time, everyone that's watching, thank you for tuning in, either on the audio podcast, on Buzzsprout, and all your different uh, Apple podcasts or iTunes, um, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on our, our podcast, our audio podcast is on all those things. So you can go, you can find those links well, actually, you can find this podcast and the audio podcast on our website, okay, trifectaairsoft.com. Uh, you can go there and find all of our good stuff everywhere that it's listed. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Mm -hmm.